We are back with episode two of the podcast. I am Hoop here with Saini and the infamous ZZ Huncho. I have a smile on my face, but I really shouldn't because <laughs> one of the two of you are guilty of treason against the podcast and against LeBron James. What? One of the two of you texted in the group chat, NOLA headlines for today, since we already did one oh. this week. <laughs> The podcast is named after LeBron James. We pay homage no matter what. I don't care how many times we film. So I'm going to go through my La Headlines. That's my secret segment one. The real lineup for today is La Headlines, Battle of the Gettle, Who Folded, Blind GM, and Are They Tweaking. They didn't know we were doing La Headlines, but I knew all along because this is the podcast. LeBron James now has his Scottie Pippen. Literally. The Lakers signed Scottie Pippen Jr. to a two-way deal since he was an undrafted rookie. I was just going to leave it as a quick news flash since they didn't really want to talk about it. Uh, Saini, you know who you are. Oh, man. <laughs> but how does this impact LeBron's legacy? He has a Scottie Pippen now. I think you're also forgetting he has a Shaquille O'Neal. He also does have... Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a different name. It's oh, yeah, I guess Scottie <laughs> Pippen. I'm just saying literally he has Scottie. an O'Neal. He has an O'Neal. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The fact I, that I'm he still went, waiting on an apology. I, not only to hoop and Z, not only to hoop and Z, uh, not only to the fans of the podcast, but to LeBron James, I'm sorry. I wanted to give you a vacation as you know, uh, everybody needs their love vacation. Um, I will, I will, I will never do that again. Uh, so my, my apologies, uh, but get it going back to what hoop said. I, I, to be honest, I have no idea about Scotty Pippen Jr.'s game. Uh, I know Sharif, uh, I mean, uh, hopefully he stays in good health. He had a lot of health issues um while he was in college and stuff so i mean hopefully they work out but uh, honest to god I, I don't really know much of the games let's hope that future doesn't come around <laughs> oh god things went down in brooklyn last night future um, uh, scotty pippa jr better sign futures jersey or whatever he has to get signed <laughs> but continue the segment yeah that's all i got a lot of stuff went down in brooklyn so that's what we're moving on to next Speaking of Brooklyn, our next segment is called The Battle of the Big Apple. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, the Brooklyn Nets are down astronomically bad right now. Um, and the New York Knicks are the New York Knicks. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not really anything that's surprising. Basically, what we're trying to figure out is who's down bad more, the Brooklyn Nets currently or the New York Knicks. As you saw, Stephen A. Smith had a freaking heart attack on live television because he was upset about the New York Knicks and their draft decisions. So now we're going to see the biggest New York Knicks fan on TikTok and an Oklahoma City fan go back and forth and see who is down more astronomically. Who? You, since you're the Knicks fan, you know what? You're gonna, you have the four first. You have the four first. The Nets are clearly more down bad. They brought in Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. They gave up an entire future. Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, D'Angelo Russell. They gave that team away to bring in those three early playoff exits. Kyrie wants to go. I would not be surprised if they don't sign Kyrie long-term and the team blows up. The Knicks, they're, they don't have hope. The Nets had hope, and they lost it. The Knicks are used to not having hope, but the Nets are on the decline. The Knicks are just already at the bottom. I think that's a worse feeling than being at the dead bottom. Because once you're at the dead bottom, you can only go up. The Knicks could have gotten Jaden and I. I think they're going to sign Jalen Brunson to like a $100 million deal that's totally not worth it. 
But I'm expecting that. The Nets actually think they're going somewhere, and they're not. I would totally rather be a Knicks fan. Uh, let's go, Knicks. It's Brooklyn is so much in a worse position. Say <laughs> uh, you have the floor. Well, listen, before I start my point and um, my argument on who I think is more down bad, I would just like to send my condolences to the millions of Knicks fans and the four Brooklyn Nets fans out there. I'm chilling, um, man. I, I know it's been a rough time uh, for you guys. But Hoop, um, Hoop and Z, I don't know if you guys have noticed by now through some of the arguments I made in episode one, but I'm an in-the-moment guy. I'm a, like, this is happening now, right? I'm not going to talk about hypothetical situations in the future, which is why I think currently, and yes, my opinion is subject to change, for sure, depending on what happens in free agency and down the road. But right now, the New York Knicks are in a worse position than the Brooklyn Nets. You want to know why? Because you guys did mess up on draft night. You guys did give up a whole lot of a whole lot of something for a whole lot of nothing, right? It's like you guys are building up to sign and trade for Kyrie or sign Kyrie, make a run for Kyrie, whatever you guys want to do. That might not happen, right? But currently, as of right now, the Brooklyn Nets do possess Kyrie Irving, they do possess Kevin Durant, and they still do possess that core. There has been reports that Kyrie Irving has been holding private practices after practice. Steve Nash isn't there with the Brooklyn Nets players, meaning that he's still making an effort to build chemistry amongst his team. Telling me that there is still a chance that Kyrie Irving is a Brooklyn Net heading into next season. Meaning, Brooklyn still has that hope that I don't think they've lost yet. But let's go back to the Knicks. Who in their right mind would go up to Jalen Brunson and say, Hey brother, I have a hundred million dollars for you and I want you to take it. I want you to come to the Ma I want you to come to Madison Square Garden and I want you to be my third option behind RJ Barrett, who shoots forty percent from the field, and Julius Randle. God knows how Julius Randle plays, okay? Maybe maybe Leon Rose knows something we don't. Maybe, maybe Jalen Brunson's the second coming of Michael Jordan. He's just been holding it back. Maybe Leon Rose knows something, has known something for the last ten years that we've don't that we don't because clearly this something hasn't been shown to anybody yet. The Knicks have had we, many chances. The Knicks have had many chances, and they folded time and time again. The Nets, while I do think they will fold, they haven't folded yet. Which is why I have to say the Knicks are the biggest loser in New York right now. The Knicks are not supposed to be anywhere right now. Julius Randle was not supposed to be an all-NBA level player. It's the expectations that have been set from last year that people are saying, oh, they suck. They're right where they're supposed to be. They have young talent. R.J. Barrett is an up-and-coming star who I think could be an elite second option on a championship team. Obi Toppin, Emmanuel quickly show promise. We bring in Cam Reddish. Jericho Sims looks like a nice big. Quentin Grimes, nice 3 and T 2 guard. I don't understand where this is coming from. Obviously, the Knicks fans are just very impatient. Mm. And Stephen A. Smith makes us look really bad. Mm -hmm. But Julius Randle last year, or two years two years ago, that was a bonus. Right. We were not supposed to get that. That was not, Nothing was going to come out of that right. except giving him a bad contract. Once we get off his books and the Knicks are the young core... Obviously, Jaden Ivey would have been nice, but I think they're in a pretty good spot, better than the Brooklyn Nets. Well, here's here's my take on this. I've been sitting back and, and being quiet. Right. Me being a New York Knicks fan, this is the second time that I've been a New York Knicks fan in the past 10 years. Uh, first time was in 2017 when Rose went there. Obviously, I followed suit. I have to. Mm -hmm. um, but coming from Detroit, right? Coming from Detroit to New York, I was like, well, damn, I guess I got to pick the lesser of the two evils, right? We ended up becoming the fourth seed. Derrick Rose was leading that team off the bench as I predicted, as I expected, because Derrick Rose is just that guy. Um, obviously a championship caliber type of player. 
uh, please, God, some contender like the Milwaukee Bucks, please, please, no, please get it. will be there soon enough. Anyway, anyway, my point is the Brooklyn Nets, right? What Hoop just said, they had talent. They had young cores. They had D'Lo. They had uh, Karis LeVert. They had uh, Jared Allen. They had all of these guys, these young guys that they were going to be able to build around. I remember when D'Lo led them to the playoffs, I was like, wow, okay, Brooklyn's finally got a fan base. Remember when they were doing the little dance on the bench and all that cool stuff? Yeah, just to lose the series, but whatever. The point is, is that the Brooklyn Nets went from that to somehow landing Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Then a year later, Harden just ups and outs and and gets tired of it because Kyrie just, you know, was taking those PTOs, whatever. Now we get all the way here. They have Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. And you want to know something that's funny? You want to know something that I find nobody is talking about and I don't know why? Everybody's talking about Kyrie Irving. Everybody's talking about Kevin Durant. But the most important person that they need to be talking about is Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons is going to be sitting there like, hey, guys, I arrived. I came here via trade. And now y'all trying to leave? And I haven't even stepped up on the court yet? Now Ben Simmons is going to spend more time playing Fortnite and not really feeling like he needs to do anything. Because if Kevin Durant, if, if I was Ben Simmons, I'm like, man, I know I can't shoot. I know I can rebound, play defense, and pass. But if, but if I got traded here and you mean to tell me that Kyrie and KD are going to leave and I haven't even suited up yet, what I got to suit up for? Whatever. I'm just going to sit on the bench. I think Ben's more of a fall guys type of dude. <laughs> I think Ben Simmons would be cold with some fall guys. Because Ben Simmons <laughs> can't shoot. Ben Simmons. Hey, listen. High IQ joke. Yep. High IQ joke. Yep. In the moment. <laughs> in the moment. Listen, I respect. All I is Brooklyn is in shambles right. uh, compared to New York. I agree with Hoop. New York fans or not even fans, just NBA fans that are looking at the New York Knicks, they, they just expect us to j- just kind of be swimming in dog shit. But like Brooklyn, they had KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, and now they're here. Sandy, I don't... I'll let you talk, but I think it's hilarious how Kyrie Irving went to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. they were making fun of MSG and the Knicks, right. and now the Knicks are on his list of teams yeah. that he would want to go to. Here's the thing. If Here's Brooklyn the thing. doesn't pay. Uh, like I said, with my point, I didn't guarantee that Brooklyn would be the winner throughout the season. I said my opinion is subject to change depending on what happens down the road. But like I said, I am an in-the-moment kind of guy. And in this moment right now, I still think the Brooklyn Nets are in a better position than the New York Knicks. Why? Because they still have this talent. But I do see your guys' side of things. And I'm not going to be like, oh, you guys are wrong. The, the Nets are in a better spot. No, I, I, I am a firm believer that the Brooklyn Nets are going to blow it all up by the end of the season like they are not that team is not sticking together but like i said in the moment the nets are technically still in a better spot i'm not gonna lie when he was with like y'all gotta re y'all gotta rewind that i swear to god he said the brooklyn nuts <laughs> <laughs> swear that's why i made that face i was like having <laughs> delivered one of the, the best movie lines of all time <laughs> hold my nuts <laughs> hold your nuts yeah. <laughs> Uncle Drew is a classic. I love, I love Uncle Drew. Drew. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, my I God. I still got to see that new one with Anthony Edwards and Wancho. Wancho was one of the coolest names in the NBA, by the way. You haven't seen it? I have not seen it. I haven't, I can't seen, say it. It. I haven't seen it either. It is such a good movie. It is such a good movie. And you, by the end of it, if you have any if you have any questions, by the end of it, you'll look back and be like, you know what? That was, Adam, that was an Adam Sandler movie. Of course it's going to be good. That's what you're going to say. That's what you're going to say. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Oh, we're heading into the game? Perfect, perfect. Yes, sir. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a fun game for you today, hosted by your yours truly, 
It's called Blind GM. Now to quickly run down through the rules, basically here's how it's going to go. Both Hoop and Z are going to blindly draft a team of three. How they're going to do this, you ask? Well, basically I've chosen two guards, two forwards, and two centers. Hoop and Z are going to choose one of each position, one guard, one forward, one center, by blindly, re uh, blindly choosing from stats that I give them. I'm just going to give them the basic stats, the points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game, and the field goal percentage. They have to choose which stat line they think is better. And basically, by the end of whatever they choose, we're going to look at their team. I'm going to tell them who each player they've chosen. We're going to compare their teams. And with the help of you guys, we're going to see who drafted the better team. Now, are you both ready? Call me Sam Presti. Yes, sir. Yes, let's Steph roll. Let's roll. All right. I got my stats right here. We're going to start off with guard one. Now, remember, they can... They might have one or two of the same players, depending on if they both agree that the stat line's better. It's not that one player, one guy chooses one, and the other guy's forced to choose the other. Anyways. Three on three street ball, right? Yes, sir. Let's go. Now, guard one. We're starting with the guards first. Guard one averages 25.5 points per game, 6.3 assists per game, 5.2 rebounds per game, shooting 43.7% from the field. Now, if by some odd chance you know the player and the stats, don't say it. Guard number two, 26.8 points per game, 4.8 assists per game, a solid five rebounds per game, and 46.6% field goal percentage. So guard one has a higher assists and rebound total but a lower field goal percentage. While guard two has a higher points per game. And the stats are fairly close. It's not like far off. Give me player one. I like that rebounding tenacity. I think he's a good defender. Player one. All right. Z. He's only has 0.2 more rebounds. Uh, give me, give, give me player one. Didn't he say you didn't say he averages more assists? Yeah, he averages 1.5 more assists. Then yeah, I don't I don't need him to be my fit my number one efficient scorer. Yeah, give me player one. All right, so you you guys both take guard one. Yes, I swear you guys better not draft the same team. All right, on to the forward spot. Okay, forward number one. Twenty seven point nine points per game. Four point nine assists per game. Five point two rebounds per game, shooting fifty point fifty point four percent from the field. You guys got that? Yeah. Forward number two, 26.9 points per game, 4.4 assists per game, eight rebounds per game, but he shoots 45.3% from the field. Give me player two. Player two. Give me player one. Player one. Okay. Like I said, that efficient scoring. I yes. need that. I need right. that. Once you guys I'm make a choice, by the way, difficult shots. By the way, once you choose a player, you can't go back and change it. Yep. On to the center, the last pick. Center number one, twenty-four point six points per game, three point six assists per game. Doesn't really matter. It's a center. Nine point eight rebounds per game, shooting fifty-two point nine percent from the field. Damn. Center two, fifteen point six points per game. 1.1 assists per game, 14.7 rebounds per game, shooting 71.3% from the field. Sound like somebody I know from Atlanta. 
Anyway, give me him. Give me player two. Give me player one. All right. You guys got your picks locked. So you guys both chose guard one, right? Mm-hmm. Hoop, you chose forward two. Z, you chose forward one. Hoop, you chose forward one. And Z, you chose or center one. And Z, you chose center two. So I'm going to tell you guys your teams now. All right. From the guards. Guard number one, so both of your guys' guards, is Stephen Curry. Guard, oh, number, gu- gu- guard number two. <laughs> guard number two is Devin Booker. Just so you guys know the player you missed. Okay. For- forward number one and Z's forward is Demar Derozan. And 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 Hoop, your forward is Jason Tatum. And on to the centers. <laughs> and on to the centers. Hoop at center number one. You have got Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, that's a three-point shoot team. And Z, you got Rudy Gobert. I knew it. So Steph, DeRozan, and Gobert, or Steph, Tatum, and Cat. Cat's got that Pat Bev energy. You guys, you guys can argue. I like that. Let him try to back down Rudy Gobert. Remember what the Marcus Cousins did to him? Yeah, big Rudy. He's gonna do that. Big Rudy voice of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And played a great game. All right. Well, I feel like you guys are gonna be very opinionated towards your own team, so we're gonna let you know. The viewers decide who's best. Team, but Team Huncho, Team Huncho, please, Team Huncho, please. Remember that everybody besides Rudy Parker gets exposed in big games. Remember that Who? he's got to uh, stretch him out. Cat's going to stretch him out in big games. You have Jason Tatum and you have Carl Anthony Towns. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Hey, guess wait, what, Rudy's going to what? Guess what? Carl Anthony Towns, your your center, your center. Blew two 20-point leads in the same game. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear a damn thing. What, what said, did Rudy do? Hey, hey, he ain't blow no two 20-point damn leads and no two game up. Like, hey, up. Besides get diced up. Pick and roll, switch Steph onto Rudy. Good Lord. Hey, what do you think that I'm going to do with my Steph and Rudy? We're going to do pick and rolls, pick and pops, and he's just going to dunk over cats. Little Minnesota ass. I don't care about no Carl Anthony Town. We in Minnesota now. We don't care about that. You want to know why? Because Rudy Gobert... It's Rudy Gobert, bro. That's all I got to say. D. Mitch ain't give him the ball. The only way you're going to win is if you give him COVID. Cute. <gasps> that's that's a bad joke. That's a mean joke, Hoop. Come on now. You can't let that define his career, even though it does up until this point. But let's go. Let's go. Let's move on to the next one. All right, guys. On to the next segment. And we all know the draft happened yesterday at the time of this recording, right? And, you know, a big thing from every draft, and it happens every year. We got losers coming out of the draft. So I'm about to ask you guys, who folded? Who was your biggest loser from the 2022 NBA draft? Hoop, obviously I'm going to start with you because it's kind of an obvious answer. But but go ahead. I don't, I don't think it's a very obvious answer. Go ahead. I think, the Knicks, I think the Knicks can be very big losers if we end up signing Jalen Brunson with all that cap room we have. Right. Um, that's not my answer. My answer is the Kings, which is another generic answer. But it's for a different reason than a lot of people are thinking. Right. People wanted the Kings to grab Jaden Ivey. Obviously, they have a lot of guards. They gave up Tyrese Halliburton, so why would they draft another guard? I think instead of getting... Uh, he's slipping my mind, but the forward they got. Keegan um, Murray, I think his name is? Yes, yes. They should have traded down. The 100%. Knicks... I'll, I'll, I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> Julius and the 11th, that means you're getting a good value pick at 11, because there were still a lot of people on the board. Mm-hmm. 
and someone who performs well when there's no fans. The Kings have very little fans. I remember Julius dropped like 46 on them last year, and that was a down year for Julius. Had like eight threes in Sacramento. I think Sabonis and Randall would be nice. I also think Ivy would be nice for the Knicks. I think it's a win-win. The Kings get another pick. They could get A.J. Griffin. They could get Jalen Duran, whoever. Right. Uh, but basically what I'm trying to say without my Knicks fan bias is that they could have gotten more value out of that draft by trading down and possibly still getting Keegan Murray at like right. six, five or six, and getting something else in return. No, 100%. Back town. I, yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I mean, Sacramento seems to always be a loser in every draft. Yeah, right. honestly, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I agree with, with what Hoop said. I would have just said Sacramento just as a franchise entirely because please, God, just get rid of it. Uh, they need to go. Uh, if Chet doesn't work out in Orlando, disband the Orlando Magic as a franchise. Um, uh, Chet. Uh, uh, Chet went to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. Okay, see, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm. If, 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 if uh, PB fails, if PB fails, then if – if PB fails, you mean to tell me that the Orlando Magic over the years would have had would have gotten started off with a uh, with a, a young Shaq, then gotten a Dwight Howard, then gotten a Mo Bamba, mind you, who had a song named after him, mind you, that song went number one, and they still failed. Now you have <laughs> now you have PB. Now you got PB. He looks like the he looks like the best player in the draft, especially out of the top three between him and Chet. I mean, Chet just you know is Chet, and then uh, Jabari that went to uh, Houston. But I'm telling you right now. If the Orlando Magic find a way to just fuck this up again, sorry, blur it out. If they find a way to fuck this up again, disband the entire franchise. Don't even, don't even go back. Don't, don't just change, change it, change everything. First of all, I hate, the, I hate the franchise as entirely because their mascot is, is, is stuffed the dragon. That's an idiotic mascot. To no, start he's with. nice. That looks. No, he is no, going so no, off topic with no, like the actual no. reasoning behind <laughs> it. No. All I'm saying is, is that I was gonna because he he said the Sacramento Kings. That was my answer. If anything, I was gonna say a second choice would be Brooklyn because Brooklyn backed themselves into a corner so that they can't even get out through the draft if they wanted to. So they're already gonna be in shambles. We already talked about that though. All I'm saying is the Orlando Magic better not mess this up. That's all I'm saying. If they do, they will be the biggest losers probably um, in the last fifteen drafts for real. Honestly, you Since were saying. You were saying the Sacramento Kings should get banned from the league for being bad. Let's yes. talk about the fact that the two picks in the second round got forfeited because of breaking the rules. I believe it was the Milwaukee Bucks with and the Miami Bogdan Heat. Yeah, and the Bogdan Miami Heat with Kyle Lowry. Yeah, yeah. The Kings should lose their pick for sucking. Yeah. yeah. I think that should be Adam Silver should just lay down the hammer. Mm-hmm. Just 100%. the Kings do not deserve their picks because they don't use them right. Keegan Murray can prove me wrong. But the fact of the matter is they could have gotten more value out of that pick at number four. Also, before Saini says anything, yep. PB for Pablo Boncaro, PB and J, Pablo Boncaro Jalen and Jalen Suggs. It's a cool name. Yes. That's kind of hard. It's a cool name. That would be tough. All right. Well, All right. Since, um, since none of you have yet to say it yet, Hoop, I love you. Um, the Knicks. The, the Knicks are my loser. And I'll tell you why. They traded their lottery pick for three first-round picks that are probably not even going to be a lottery. Not one of them are going to be a lottery pick, by the way. That will used to get Kevin Durant. What? 
that we'll use to get Kevin oh, Durant. Yes, yes. We're not even okay. going to need him. We're uh, not going to need him. Uh, okay, whatever. Three oh, picks that aren't oh. even going to be in the lottery. Hopefully, you guys use it for some uh, some trade to get your superstar, right? Just to end up with P.J. Tucker. Anyway, uh, you traded the best center in the draft along with Kemba Walker for $8 million in cap space. I'm, I'm sure there would have been a much better trade for Jalen Duran than to just free up $8 million in cap space. And I get it. You're doing it for Kyrie Irving. But let's be honest, you're going to end up with Jaylen, Durant. You're going to end up with Jalen Brunson. Yeah, you're not getting Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant didn't sign with you guys back in 2019, he doesn't want to sign with you guys right now. Let's be honest. Kevin Durant had his little stint in New York, and it worked terribly. It went terribly. What makes him it's think like that if he goes to the if he goes to the Knicks of all places, the the biggest stadium in or the biggest arena to play in in the NBA, one of the biggest arenas in the world to play in? Imagine uh, Kevin Durant can't take the Brooklyn Nets anywhere. Imagine what what the Knicks are gonna do to him if he flops there. The guy does not want to play in New York anymore. Let's be honest, okay? The Knicks are my loser because. It's the Knicks. I don't see them signing a superstar. We hear this every season. It's either a Knicks jersey, a Heat jersey, or a Lakers jersey that every top free agent is photoshopped in. And guess what? They never end up in that jersey. Ever. Like, ever. Okay? I, so let's be I honest saw... here. The Knicks, the Knicks did a whole lot of, of preparation to, to land themselves that star just to land Jalen Brunson. I saw a Knicks jersey at the draft that said cap space on the back. <laughs> and the last name, that's one I need to get. Because he's that's going to be the jersey. MVP that's a funny when jersey. we do make our big trade that's a funny or our big signing. Uh, <laughs> maybe Jalen Brunson space. turns into the next MJ. I'm just throwing it out there. But speaking of you just saying the Knicks are the losers because they're the Knicks. And it's the name value thing. It's just because they suck all the time. That's why they're having a bad draft. If, they, if this was the Portland Trailblazers, no one would say a word. I would crucify them. No no one would say a word. Look at but my it's shirt. The New York Knicks. Look at my shirt. New... I would crucify and them. And oh I'm not just God. saying it's the Knicks because you're saying it. Or because a non-Knicks fan is saying. Knicks fans do this to themselves. I try to separate myself from the crowd. Obviously, for the sake of content, it's fun to be that crazy Knicks fan. Right. But I have a brain. And Stephen A. Smith does not. <laughs> In segment five, it's called Are They Tweaking? Where we go over different reporters, what they're saying. Are they tweaking? Are they not? Stephen A. Smith said that the Knicks were so bad and they're such a disgrace that he is not going to MSG to watch a game this year. Which, first off, is probably cap. Such cap. But... Kendrick Perkins sunned him on first take this morning. And that's when you know things are bad, because Kendrick Perkins can barely speak. Mm. And he Harry said, that, Steve, he said oh. that Stephen A. Smith and Spike Lee act like kindergartners at the draft, which they did. They were praying to God that the Knicks were making the right move, and they just don't trust the process with what's happening in free agency. I understand that the Knicks don't have a good track history at all, mm. but the fact of the matter is that if you look at the team right now, and if you try to forget about Julius Randle, because, again, that was a surprise thing. That was like a bonus. Nothing was expected out of Julius Randle. Stephen A. Smith threw his jersey away when uh, Max Kellerman gave it to him. The Knicks are in a pretty good spot right now. And for a big market, obviously you want things to happen. But you're just making a fool out of yourself by acting up like that. Because now the Knicks fans always have the reputation of being like Stephen A. Smith. Because he's the he's the poster boy, right. and he's just so immature, and he is tweaking, as the the segment says, <laughs> he is totally tweaking. 
Uh, I'd have to agree with you there, Hoop. That guy is tweaking. I can guarantee you that we will see a Stephen A. Smith appearance at the Madison Square Garden for this upcoming NBA season. And if FanDuel or Sportsbook or whatever of those betting sites has a a a option to bet on if Stephen A. Smith will make an appearance. I'm not a betting man myself, but you go to those apps right now and you put $100 on the fact that Stephen A. Smith will be at a Knicks game this season because that is the utmost, highest level of cap that I've ever heard of in my life. He's just mad in the moment about the draft. I get it. But at the same time, I do agree with you. He is overreacting a little bit. I would keep this reaction until after free agency if the Knicks end up doing nothing, which is then then I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, you're mad the Knicks did all that just to land, you know, nothing. But, yeah, no, I, I do agree with you, and I definitely do agree with Perk that, you know, both of them are just sour over a night that isn't going to dictate the season. It really all depends on what happens this summer. Yeah, I I am in agreement, in agreement with both of y'all. I think that Stephen A, I mean, I saw the clip where he literally tried to kind of backtrack and he was like, I, I, I want to, I'm still rooting for them. I want them to do well, but I'm not going to, I was like, bro, come on now, you know, good and damn well. And then like, you know how Stephen A does the dramatics where he's like, Molly. Yeah. I'm, and you, you know, I'm, I'm that's just, all you had to do. And then he just went on his spew and I was just like, dude, I don't remember the, a time that Stephen A was actually happy on draft night. I really don't remember a time. And I'm talking about all the way dating back to when Big Pingus walked into that motherfucker. Like, when, when Christos Porzingis was drafted, I thought Stephen A was going to lose his mind then. Now I'm sitting here like, eh, I mean, the Knicks didn't make that much noise, but they also kind of, like, didn't make any bad noise at all. I was, it was a pretty chill night. I was like, me being a Knicks fan for possibly the next couple of months, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good thing. But my thing is, is that... Stephen A is the poster boy of the New York Knicks. That's there's no debating that, especially in the field of analysts. But I mean, if like like Hoop said, if KP is the one telling you that you're acting childish, I mean, <laughs> come on, come on now. I rest my case. Stephen A, calm calm your old ass down. Calm down, please, please. You did you're you're disrespecting us. <laughs> Saney, if you have anything to say, go for it. But otherwise, that's all I got on my on my list here. Well, last time I did catch you guys by surprise, right? With that with that question I gave you guys at the end, who's the biggest flop? You did. You guys know I'm going to give you another secret segment again. You guys oh, thought I was going to leave awesome. you with something. Now we Saini all know two secret segments. Now. You know what? I'm going to have. To, you know what? Every episode, expect it. There's going to be a Saney secret segment, and we're going to call it that. And you guys be prepared for it. Now I got SSS. The SSS. That is an amazing name. Uh, and I'm going to have, like, a boat that says the SS. Anyway, anyway um, we all know the GOAT debate, LeBron or Jordan. Blah, blah, blah. Probably one of the most boring debates in basketball history, now. let's be honest. Let's talk about the real GOAT debate here, okay? Let's talk about the question that everybody's wondering. And I'm going to ask you guys who your true GOAT is, okay? Is it Woj or is it Shams? Because Shams has been making a case for himself recently. You know, Woj was the Jordan. Woj was the first to do it. But Shams, Shams has been putting up some numbers. Shams, especially for the draft. Oh, my. Sham was out playing Woj. Sham was out playing Woj. And this is like, it's been happening for the last couple of years, man. Shams is on top of his game. So I got to ask you guys, Shams or Woj? Go ahead, Hoop. Go ahead. The thing about Woj is that he does it on the biggest stage. He does it with the most eyes on him. Mm-hmm. If you were to name one reporter, you'd say Woj instead mm-hmm. of Shams. Mm-hmm. He's doing it on the draft table with the panelists where Shams is over in his little athletic studio. And they're both great. 
they had some clashing last night where Woj said that the Knicks did not get uh did not trade Jalen Duran or that Jalen Duran it was a whole confusing selected thing. to the Hornets, right? Or some weird yeah. he got selected to the Hornets, but he was getting traded to the Pistons. Mm. Shams said he was going to the Knicks. Right. Now Shams, the the correct answer was that he got traded to the Knicks, then, then the Pistons. The Pistons. Yeah. But I think uh, there was not a real winner of that debate, so it's really just a pure preference thing. And I think Shams is going to take over the world as Woj gets older right. and his fingers get slower. But as of right now, I think Woj is on is on the top of the mountain. I mean, he does it on the biggest stage. He gets the most pressure. High high pressure performer. Give me Woj. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's Woj. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. If any NBA news is dropped, if I refresh my Instagram or I refresh my Twitter and I see. This person has signed this deal. This person has been traded here. This person is yada, yada, yada. I'm looking for, according to Woj, I'm looking for a Woj bomb in when my phone goes off. Those there's things. There's no such but, thing but, as a Shams nah, bomb. Nah, nah, there's a lot of, like, Woj? according to Shams. And I believe the according to Shams. Like, they're both credible. You can't say you're looking for according to Woj. They, they, like, if you saw an according to Shams, you would say this is reliable information. They're right, both, they're both just as reliable. Like, I wish Woj dropped it first. That's right. probably what I was saying. <laughs> Um, but nonetheless, I do think that they both are great. Like you said, in time, Shams is probably definitely going to pass him. But I mean, you know, Woj is the OG. Let's just let's just you know keep him on his pedestal. So is that is that is that your argument for Jordan versus LeBron? Jordan's the OG, so we're just going to keep Jordan on the pedestal. You're not I you're mean, not my, you're not, not open you're not open to to somebody coming in and taking that throne. I I'm open to Shams doing that, but what I'm saying is is that Woj is, Woj still has it. It's kind of mm. like. When you're look, when you're looking for like LeBron James, right? Shout out to you, uh, Mr. LeBronson Johnson. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> right? When I'm when I'm looking, because LeBron LeBron's like go to guy is uh, Brian Windhorse, right? That dude hmm. that's been covering him since he was in in high school. Right. So he's like, underrated. Hmm. He's, like, he's underrated. Just does a lot of work. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. I'm saying he's been following LeBron since he came out the womb. So like, I mean, he's just. Like, literally, anytime I'm looking at anything LeBron, I would trust Brian Windhorse. Brian Windhorse probably knows how many shits LeBron takes in a day. He probably knows. <laughs> Just saying. That's, that's credit to him, though. That's a credit to him. He tweets it. Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is, is that Woj is dropping 28 a game in MSG, and Shams is dropping 28 a game in Sacramento. <laughs> Take that how you want it, but that's Woj all day. All right, you know what? Great answers from both of you. I think there's no wrong answer because at the end of the day, like they're both getting that information out there. But I think I I, I can agree with you guys that Woj is still in his prime, but that prime is coming to an end. Let's be honest. Um, Shams though, Wait, I'm a Shams what? guy. I'm a Shams oh, guy. Addy, of a Twitter <laughs> prime though. Like I think we can see LeBron. You just get bored. You just get bored. Woj. You just get. What bored. if he gets? What if he pulls like an Anakin and gets like metal hands and dude's just like? Go, <laughs> that's like on your control twitter with your mind i think we could see Woj for yeah. till, till the day he dies i don't know how like that's a committed man right there i don't know how as an analyst and this is crazy because i think this is all of our, if you know all three of us want our podcast to be on the upper echelon so we want to go into analysts right but when like when when do analysts know when to hang up the boots like skip is like 107 so i don't i don't and he's still hating on lebron skip's 107 he should uh, be done I don't Skip know. Should, Skip should be done. Did you guys see what uh, him and Westbrook's beef? It has a job. Him and Westbrook had if, beef right before this episode. Up, up for a while. Him and That's Westbrook got in beef right before this episode, by the way, just to let you guys know. And any of the viewers who don't know, Westbrook and Skip just got in beef. He Skip called, is the reason why players are going to take over the media. Because he is a 
he's yeah, bonehead. Yeah, he yeah, he he like really ruins credibility for for the new media is going to take over where it's all Draymond Green and JJ yeah, Redick, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is great, but it's limiting obviously job opportunities. Yeah, yeah. but uh, we're we're, we're going to find our way. Hey, hey, hey! You know what's different about them and us? They're not the ones who are potentially trying to get a Manscaped sponsorship. Okay, so big facts. Yeah. Hey, yo, I don't see I don't see Draymond talking repeat. about the lawnmower 4.0. Okay, so. That's right, no free advertisement. Yet. Do not buy it until I tell you to buy it. All right. This seems like a good way to end the episode. <laughs> seems like a great way I to end the episode. I just want to end with a quote. Um, right. I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was rappers' lyrics about NBA players. And we know a lot of them are about Manu Ginobili, Steph Curry, oh. Kevin Durant. Right. I saw one that said, he got muscles for no reason, Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> That was the greatest bar, NBA-related bar, I've ever heard. Eric Bledsoe was built. He's For a no built man. <laughs> he For wasn't no nice, reason. though. He was never nice. Yeah, yeah. Nah, hey, he had that run on the Suns. What run? The run where he hit that, uh, where he was like, didn't he hit a shot? and then He hit that uh, that, that windmill, and then Tyler Eulis hit that three. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was cool. That was cool. Still a bar. Anyways, yeah. uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, episode two. Great episode. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Z wants to announce what college he attends. We were making fun this. of him before. Longwood, Longwood University is the college that I attend. We made March Madness last season for the first time in our school's history, and me being there, being able to watch that was phenomenal. Shout out to Longwood. Shout out to men's basketball. Y'all go follow the account, and when next year, when next year comes, we're gonna go deep in March Madness. Pause, and then. Just wrap it up. Just wrap up this show. Just wrap it up. Right, if you're watching this podcast and anytime Z says Longwood, feel free to pause for the podcast. Um, I think we'll. Just we'll, for a quick second. Just for a quick second, you know. Uh, but uh, it's a great way to end off, gentlemen. All right. See you in episode three.